Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. And our number two of Oilers Now brought to you by World of Spas. Aching after a long day, World of Spas offers tubs designed with your relief in mind. Rest, recover, relax with World of Spas, Alberta's number one swim spa dealer. Visit worldofspas.com. Still to come, we hope to negotiate contact with John Shannon. Can't make any promises about that right now. It's been a a fruitless endeavor so far. But uh, if we can connect with him, we'll get his take on the Oilers and... And uh, some other headlines going around the NHL. Kalen Addison goes from Minnesota uh, to San Jose. So perhaps he'll be dressed tomorrow night when the Sharks host the Oilers at 8.30. Oh, yeah. You're going to have to maybe even sneak a nap in before that one, I would suggest isn't a bad idea. <laughs> 2 8 and one these Oilers are. Some would suggest they've been napping through the first 12 games of the season. That's no good. At least the first 11. They haven't played 12 yet. They're about to. Seventh of eight in the Pacific Division. Fifteenth of 16 in the West. And guess what? They're about to play the only team that is behind them in either one of those uh, categories or the standings. And if San Jose comes out on top of this game, there's reason to believe that they might. They just won the first game of the season. Could well end up being a second in a row. Because Edmonton's hurting right now, and uh, I don't think much pressure was let off the valve, frankly. I really don't. This this move to send Jack Campbell to the minors, it's a wake-up call, but I don't think the pressure is any different. If not, it's it's cranked up, because if this, t- this doesn't work, what is the next shoe to drop? 780-496-0063 is the uh, River Cree Resort Casino hotline. River Cree Resort Casino excitement. Bet on it. Get the sense we might have a couple of minutes to open that up if there's anything that you would like to discuss regarding this team and its dismal start to the year. Uh, we can also do that on the Ashley Fine Floors text line. That number again is 780-496-0063. Get the new floors you've always wanted with Ashley. Ashley Fine Floors, 143rd Street, 111th Avenue, open Monday to Saturday. Some guests of the show do receive gift cards to Japanese Village as well. Now open for lunch, Edmonton South and West Edmonton Mall. An afternoon celebration for the senses. Okay, 780-496-0063. Mark is texting Bob. I don't know what he's been listening to. Uh, over the last 60 minutes or so. But anyway, Noah Dobson is playing 25 minutes a game in all situations. If only Keith Gretzky could have seen this, we'd have a a 25-minute-a-night stud defenseman. Uh, Mark has never liked anybody less than he likes Keith Gretzky. If anybody else could see his text history, you would see that very clearly. Um, But there's, as, as, as we watch Evan Bouchard struggle, in his own zone in particular, on a night-in and night-out basis, I'm going to give that one to you, Mark. You're allowed to lament the fact that it's not Noah Dobson here. But who knows whether Noah Dobson would have worked out. You can't just play revisionist history and say, oh, well, if they would have drafted this person, then they could have drafted this person the following year, and it would have all turned out better. You don't know that, and odds are it probably would have turned nothing like it has ultimately uh, turned out. What does a UC Soros trade actually look like, says Robert? Uh, Skinner, 2, 2.6 million. Fogel, 2.75 million. 
one or two first rounders, uh, Broberg, or sorry, one of Broberg, uh, Borgo, and Holloway. To me, it's it's going to be a Broberg, Borgo, and a first starting point. And I'm not upset giving that away to get a goaltender the caliber of um, of UC Saros. The problem, of course, is that does nothing to impact the salary cap that you need to have alleviated in order to get UC Saros on the books. And what do we have Saros making? $5 million a year. I really don't see Nashville retaining any. I'd have to double-check if they even can, but I'm pretty sure they're not going to want to do that. The Predators, though, are not contenders this year. They're 5-7 and seven on the season. Many people not expecting very much of them. So for those of you who are saying, well, why are they less inclined to, uh, or why are they more inclined to trade Carter Hart? It's it's just not trending in a direction where you need a goaltender that's peaking in his career, like Saros is right now, and you've got a rest of your team that's trying to figure out what the next chapter looks like. And when you've got a goaltender who you drafted 11th overall who can be a part of that next chapter, I think traditionally that's what we've seen teams lean into. So you'd either better blow them away with a trade offer or you'd better hope that Nashville falls out of it quick and is looking to recuperate some assets in their own right, because then that makes Saros a little more available on that front. 780-496-0063. It sounds like a lot of fun continues, Robera, but uh, it's UC freaking Saros, man. But... uh, what we what we wouldn't give for a legitimate number one goaltender. <laughs> Been saying it for a long time. Sierra's texting in. She says, uh, "Who do you think will be included in a trade with Campbell?" Well, that's that's the tough part, right? I I don't know that there's a trade out there for Campbell to be taken. I just don't know what team right now would want to take that on he's performed he has shown in tiny sample sizes that he's a good relief pitcher he has not been a starting pitcher so to say at any point in his nhl career you can have him come in off the bench you can have him spell the starting goaltender for a game or every few games or what have you and he's very successful that way kind of reminds me of how miko koskinen performed too the second you need him to be the the mule the workhorse the number one it seems to fall apart and that's why everyone's wondering if he's capable of handling that pressure we got harry hanging on the line appreciate you calling in harry what's on your mind Hey, uh, Brendan, thanks for taking the call. Uh, so just listening to this whole thing, I mean, I feel the same way. It'd be really nice to bring in another goalie, but I think where we're at right now is a more of an indictment of the decisions we've made. And if we bring in another goalie and we don't address the defense in front of the goalie, we're just going to continue to hang people out to dry. On that note, I mean, what we should admire in, in Vegas is literally how brutally clinical they are in the decisions they make with players. If you're not helping to get to the goal, you're part of the problem. If I was handling this personally, and no one's going to like this, I would actually have waived Skinner and waived Bouchard. I don't know if the rules allow us to do that. The problem I have with Bouchard is he's a defenseman first who doesn't know how to play defense. And the only way that he can play defense is if he's paired with Ekholm. And that makes no sense to me. Where, you know, this guy at the, at, in the summer, there was all this talk about, oh, Bouchard's going to get paid, Bouchard's going to get paid, now, albeit we didn't have the money. But in what green earth 
does Bouchard ever get to deserve to be paid when he can't play defense properly? Mm-hmm. We'd be, be better off to use a, You used a phrase, which I liked earlier, put all your chips in. The chips we have are Skinner and Bouchard. And why I'm mentioning Skinner is in the first game or two when Skinner got lit up, he was making the same mistakes he made in this game. And his comment to us was, yeah, no, I'm, I'm pretty happy with my game. And part of the problem with some of our players are they don't, understand what it takes to be self-analytical to the extent where, I mean, maybe Jack Campbell's too analytical, but to the point where you say, like, yeah, no, I, I wasn't happy at that game, and I got to do better, mm-hmm. but the bar that some of these people are setting for themselves is way too low, and yeah. that's going to continue to mire this team in problems, and, you know, I, you guys always get hit up with people complaining about Nurse, and I feel bad about it, but when I talk about Nurse, I'm talking about that contract is an anchor. And probably the last thing I'll say is, uh, and I I love the Oilers, I do not see us winning a Stanley Cup until one of a few things budges. You either dump the nurse contract so you can use that money to bring in, you know, a couple of defensemen, or we have to figure out how to coach our goaltending better. And people, I've heard Bob say that, you know, Schwartzy's not going anywhere. The guys like Schwartzy. Well, it's not a matter of whether your goal coach is well-liked. I don't give a crap if they don't like him. What I want to know is, does he get results? Because that's how we operate in the real world. You know what? You may not like somebody, but holy cow, they do a great job. And that's what we need to be evaluating on. I'm hoping that... um, uh, sorry, the name's escaping me then. Uh, McDavid's old agent, the guy we hired for... Oh, Jeff Jackson. Yep. Yeah. Like, I'm hoping Jeff Jackson's still just collecting his data and really going to pull the trigger, but we have been spinning our wheels for too long in this organization, and I, I, I don't fault Holland for some things. I think he's done a great job to get us to be competitive again, but you have to sit there and say, okay, when you decided to give Nurse... million dollars and that's what the market demanded at the time Mm -hmm. I would have preferred that he had a little bit of a Lou Lamorello in him where he said yeah look this is the market but if you want to play on this team I'm not paying you this money because you're Connor McDavid's friend and Connor might be mad if we get rid of you I'm going to say this is what it is if you know what this team's about you're going to take $7 million to be on this team and that's damn good money for what you bring to the table Maybe the other thing we need to do, the one person that we need to hire is Chris Pronger. Bring Pronger <laughs> in and have him instill the grit that these guys need to know how to play. And lastly, sorry, I really love Saki giving me a lot of time, a lot of runway here. I do not, do not in a million years understand why we cannot give Neemalainen more of a chance than we give Dayarnay. Neemalainen hits clean. Cue up the hit on um, uh, the... He was the guy who retired from the LA Kings, their captain that year after, you know, two rounds ago. Uh, Dustin There's Brown. A, thank you. There is a video of Nemo Linen hitting him clean and sending Dustin Brown. He launching him into the sideboards off his skates. If you compare plus <laughs> minus penalties, mm-hmm. Nemo Linen is a cleaner player. We're not talking stick work. We're just talking about an immovable object. That is the type of immovable object you need to stand up to the McKinnons on the rushes, to be able to clean up some business in front of the net, to actually say, yeah, I dare you to cross the blue line. You're going to pay a price for it. But right now, we got too many pylons. 
they just aren't moving. Yeah, I hear you, Harry. That's a great call, my friend. I really appreciate you, and that's why I let you keep going there. There was some good points and all of that. Thank you. Uh, so, uh, I mean, the, the one thing I'm going to disagree on is just that Bouchard and a player of his caliber, uh, it, it, he, I don't think you're ever going to see somebody like that on the waiver wire that young, right, where you've invested that much draft capital. Uh, I just... <laughs> You know, the, he's a project and he's he's a problem, sure, but he's your problem. And uh, I think what is happening right now is his case for more money on this next contract, as Harry was saying, it, it, it's kind of slipping away here. Like, you, you, it doesn't matter that you score 70 points in an 82-game season if you're minus 50 because you're a net negative Right, it it just doesn't it doesn't compute that way. So Bouchard drives me as crazy as I'm sure he drives most of the uh, the other people. But he's going to be somebody that you don't lose on the waiver wire. Put it that way. If they move on from Nurse or Bouchard, it's going to be a very painstaking process to decide where that money goes. And and I you know. There's a lot of layers to that kind of thing, let me just say. We'll press pause here once again. Uh, not before, though, I tell you that cars cost less in Wetaskiwin. Brent Ridge Ford in Wetaskiwin is well-known for their top-shelf service department. Don't forget about you after you purchase a vehicle. Call Uncle Milt, Rich, Johnny. Let the team at Brent Ridge Ford make you a repeat customer. 780-352-6048. Your Ford truck authority on the Auto Mile in Wetaskiwin. Right back after this. 6.23, we're hanging out together. Miscommunication with John Shannon, that's all good. Uh, and we're talking about what the potential goaltending replacement is. And I, you know, I don't know that, uh, I don't know that this is the next shoe to drop. I don't know the next thing that we see is the trade for another goaltender. I'm not convinced of that, but it's fun to talk about, and it's a non-game day, so that's uh, that's when we get to do that. I'll tell you as well, the uh, the Oilers Now Injury Report is brought to you all season long by James H. Brown Injury Lawyers. When accidents happen, go to jameshbrown.com. Uh, still no Matthias Janmark and no Connor Brown. Neither one of them practicing today. Janmark with uh, the shoulder injury, Brown with a core injury. Each of them listed as day-to-day as it stands. I'm not sure if Connor McDavid is 100%. Um, I got no information telling me otherwise, other than to say that it's uh, pretty impressive when a guy who has 10 points in nine games is like, is, it, is he okay? Is he firing on all cylinders? Anyway, we got Mike hanging on the phone line. I'll bring you aboard here. Mike, what's on your mind tonight? Yeah, I just uh, wanted to go back to the Bouchard thing. I thought that your last guest had some great points and stuff like that. And I think the biggest thing is, is if we don't fix this problem with Bouchard's um, willingness to play defense or caring about it by by sitting him, when it really matters come playoff time, that's when he's going to make the biggest mistake that's going to kill us and cost us a Stanley Cup. Um, it's part of his development, and if Woody can't make those tough decisions, then he shouldn't be behind the bench. You take a look at Huberto the other night getting benched, now that sends a message. And I don't care if we're down and he's our best offensive D-man. It doesn't matter if he's going to continue to make those same mistakes over and over. To me, this is on Woodcroft making the tough decisions. 
absolutely a lot of merit in what you're saying there. And this is why, even despite the fact that he's only coached 131 games in the NHL, we're talking about Woodcroft being in the hot seat, Mike, because he, he, with a roster like this and the drop-off from where everything had been the last couple of years, uh, they need answers and they're not getting them from anywhere. So, yeah, I think that the, the sum of this absolutely falls in the lap of, of Jay Woodcroft. The same players making the same mistakes over and over again either need to be corrected or they need to be reprimanded. And right now we're not seeing any of that. And what we are seeing is a lot of that getting exposed as a result. Yeah, and, and just like another example of that, and, and yeah, Woodcroft has a great record and everything, but this is why experienced coaches matter. And, um, you know, last year in the playoffs, there was some mistakes made by him that were very questionable. And I just think, like, I mean, to win the Stanley Cup, um, it's, it's a hard thing to do. And you need guys with experience to make those tough decisions in critical times. And, uh, you know, that's why a guy that's experienced like a Quinville or someone like that would be, you know, a, a great choice if they ever do go down the road of, of firing Woodcroft. And just what my last point there about Schwartz. I, I know Bob was talking about last night that, uh, you know, Schwartz has, you know, done some good work and the guys like him. To your last caller's point, who cares if they like him? We need a guy like Sean Burke that's experienced, that has gotten the best out of average goaltending. Yeah. You look at Las Vegas last year, and, I mean, you cannot tell me that those guys are proven winners but Berkey did a great job with them. So I'll leave you with that. Thanks for your time. Yeah, great call, Mike. Appreciate that. And hey, stay away from the train tracks, okay? Don't tiptoe yourself into danger there. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's not been good enough from Bouchard. The, the coaching, uh, the punishment that you would expect to see when players make as egregious an error as we have been seeing him make over and over and over again this season, we have not seen that. We have not seen that kind of punishment. I don't know if he's getting bag skated when nobody's watching. I'm not sure. But the bottom line is it is obvious. And there's a lot of people that are looking for change right now. And you're hoping because you can't demote the whole team and you can't lose Evan Bouchard on waivers. You're hoping that the message has been sent and received with what happened with Jack Campbell. We'll talk about uh, the Oil Kings in a moment here. We're going to step out for a global news weather traffic update with Thomas Dias, and then it's head coach Luke Pierce on the other side. For most of us, crime is something we see on the news. We never think it could happen to us until it does. Loved ones are gone, and for the survivors, the scars will never heal. I'm Nancy Hickst, a senior crime reporter for Global News. And on this season of Crime Beat, I'll take you inside some of the most serious crime stories I've covered. Season six of Crime Beat is available now on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, and all podcast platforms. <laughs> 